Yo, what's going on, my fellow revelers? My name is Frisky Hug. I'm an EDM content creator, and welcome to the Festi Hub podcast. Um, so this week, we have Rave Bay J on, on TikTok. He just goes by J, though. I think it's J uh, Abundes on, uh, on Instagram. I will tag all that stuff in the bottom below. I normally do like our four shoutouts of the week. Unfortunately, this week, and I was like, maybe I've been slacking. I don't really know. But we're not gonna do the four shoutouts today. Um, I'm actually having computer issues. I'm like, I think I might have to just reset my entire computer, maybe get a new one. I don't know. Been having just really bad technical difficulties. Um, but I wanted to come on here and give a quick intro of today's podcast. So uh, Jay is a TikToker. Um, he kind of just blew up. Um, he's from California. And today we just talk about all the stuff that he's been through, how he got like to the TikTok era that he's at now, as well as um, just being resilient, honestly, on all the hate that he gets. As a content creator, sometimes content creators get a lot of hate. Um, I don't know if it has to do with jealousy or what it has to do with, but um, he has been very resilient. And honestly, he's been still making a name for himself. So I really, um, really love this episode. We had a great talk and I hope you guys enjoy and enjoy the podcast. Okay, guys, I'd like to welcome Jay to the podcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Jay, man? Uh, how you been? Dude, I've been good. Just chilling. It's been like uh, almost two months or one whole month at least. No, no festivals, nothing. So. <laughs> Dude, so we're on this massive break. Uh, and if you're kind of new to like the rave scene, right, you don't really understand like what like this break is, but you'll notice it once you're like in it and it's like, like, oh man, we've been doing like festivals back to back to back. And then all of a sudden, like there's this huge long break between the months of like January to like about March. I mean, there's a couple like in between that you may be able to find, but like for the most part, there's like a three month break and like, that's good for like your wallet. It's good for us. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. For- <laughs> um, but Jay, uh, I'm really happy to have you on the podcast, man. There's a couple of people actually that have requested that you be on the podcast. Um, but for the people that don't know you, if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving like a quick intro about yourself. Um, okay, so... I don't really do much. Um, I go to the gym and I go to the festivals and um, that's it. I, I, I'm brand new to it. But when I was younger, all I wanted to do is go to them and I'd watch the little after movies and stuff. And I was always too anxious to go. So um, yeah, if you want to go to them, just go to them. That's <laughs> the thing. Jay, how old are you, man? I'm 22 years old, but I'm going to turn 23 in March. So I'm one- <laughs> basically 23 let's just go with that yeah. <laughs> uh how long have you been raving for how long have i been uh what sorry raving Ra- raving yeah yeah since um hard summer uh 2021 so that's <laughs> i believe august uh that's dope um okay so i kind of like wanted to bring you on the podcast man um i know that you're on tiktok right that's kind of where i've met you at and uh what was that how's that experience been right like how did you get started why did you get started uh just tell us a little bit about that okay so honestly i had zero intention of doing anything um tiktok related or rave related on tiktok it was never a plan i was i went to hard summer and after that i actually got super addicted because what happened was i i was supposed to move out but um the person who was first in line, which was my aunt, to get this little studio, uh, ended up getting it before me. So I had this money saved up that I was going to put for my first three months. And I was like, well, I guess it's not meant for me to move out. So I'm going to spend some money. And I was, I had just seen an ad on Instagram. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm just going to go. I've wanted to go forever. 
I have no reason not to go. I'm just going to go. And I had the money for it. So I bought my ticket. Then after that hard summer uh, event, I was like mind blown. I was like, oh my God, this is the yeah. best world. But it was a two month break or a month and a half or something until um, the next one, which is Beyond Wonderland, I believe. It was my second one. And I was so like, you know how you get the post-festival depression? Like, yeah, you got to go. You, you know how you fix that. You just go to another one. <laughs> So, but in between that time, I was like, man, this sucks. And I was looking at all the videos I had, I had um, posted. And I believe it was after, actually after Beyond, where I started getting like really depressed. And I was like, man, I want to, I was looking at all my, my videos of me and my friends. And I was like, man, this, this is kind of funny. Like, let me just post it on TikTok. And I just posted it on TikTok with like, without posting that I had a new TikTok or anything. And I just thought they were funny. Yeah. And then this, me um, getting lost. And a lot of people don't think so, but I was actually sober that day. It was day two of, of uh, Beyond Wonderland. I got lost and I was like, hey, this is a funny little story. Like, let me put it all together. And then that video is what blew up. And then from then on, I was like, hey, I can do this. And that was it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the only reason I got into it. The, uh, so I, my first video of you when I, when I uh, so I'm from, I'm from Florida right now. Um, I move all over the places. So like people can never tell where I live because I'm always everywhere. Um, but I went to California for Nocturnal Wonderland. Um, Imagine has just canceled. So I was going to, I was going to go to Imagine. And then I didn't realize I had tickets to fucking um, Life is Beautiful in Vegas. So my buddy was like, oh, bro, I'll pay for your entire expense. Let's go to fucking Nocturnal Wonderland. I'm like, I'm like okay, you're paying for everything. Paid for my ticket, hotel, Ubers, car, um, the whole thing. So everything we paid for, I'm like, let's fucking send it, bro. Uh, he's like, one thing you got to get is flights. Next thing I know, I'm fucking flying to fucking Nocturnal Wonderland. And then I see uh, you got there, I think, a day before because you were camping. And I got, like, the first TikTok video. It was you waking up out of your tent. And you're like, oh, look where I'm at. And I was like, at first I didn't think anything of it. But then, like, for some reason, the For You page was like, Oh yeah, your entire fee is gonna be Jay this week. <laughs> uh, she was funny as hell, and I was like, okay. Um, so that's how I kind of got started. Um, well, how what was Nocturnal Wonderland for you? I mean, I know I saw kind of your TikToks, but how was that for you, man? Dude, um, so first off, that's awesome that that's the first video you ever saw <laughs> me. Again, like all this stuff was just off the top of my head. Like I just posted to post, and um. Mm -hmm. And I really, dude, I had never camped at a festival before. That was my third festival ever. And the first two I went to weren't camping ones. But I I uh, went to that. And actually, I was watching your podcast with Emma Capotis earlier. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. So um, I heard that it was her, EDC was her first camping festival. But anyways, I was watching her and I was watching um, Cotton Candy before I went to uh, Nocturnal because I was, I get anxious. I get very anxious. So yeah. I have to know like, beforehand. So she had made a like festival um festival camping tips uh yeah. cotton candy made that and i was like binge watching all of them and that's where i found emma and i was just but she hadn't done any camping ones but i remember she had like that little like um recaps and stuff mm -hmm. so i was just watching all these and when i got there dude it blew my mind man it was the best it was the best experience i had besides edc i want to say and it was just so cool dude just getting there being there with your friends yeah. living man for a couple days like to an extent you know once you're living in a house and stuff it was so cool it was it was amazing nocturnal wonderland was was the best and it was cool going to the the pre-party because there's a day zero when you go camping so you get an extra day like it was just so cool and it's like going with your friends and having like like stuff that you could cook yeah. or eating you're eating chips and stuff all day and that's what you're living on <laughs> that's not healthy but yes <laughs> yeah it's it's so fun that that thing is that that whole, that whole time is so 
dude yeah. that, that that's so cool i gotta um, see seven. wait who did you get see seven lions wait like like at the campsite no no no, no at the campsite. <laughs> i was like what no no i gotta see seven lions for the first time and nocturnal wonderland yeah let, let me put my phone on vibrate i yeah, I like to like meet my stuff and I'm like, I completely forgot because uh, for everybody that's like watching and listening to this, um, I had to coordinate with Jay beforehand because we had, I had a technical malfunction today. I had things going on today that like, I had like, I was like, dude, I feel so unprofessional just pushing this back and telling him like, yeah, like, hey, I got like, like I'm having like computer issues, but I literally thought I was going to literally have to go to Walmart and like get a new laptop or some shit just for this episode. That's <laughs> like, dude. Dude. Um, but dude, I've never camped actually at a festival that isn't like um, glamping. So I've never like I, I've never had to set up like my own tent at a festival before. <laughs> like I've never I've never done that. Um, that I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I like EDC Vegas because EDC Vegas they already have the tents up for you and stuff like that. Um, I had an amazing time like throughout that whole experience. I will say I kind of wish we had the AC. I feel like we paid for it. It is what it is. I mean, that's like, you know, uh, we're not, I'm not going to uh, cry over spilled milk or some shit like that. Um, what was your experience like, though? I'm surprised I didn't see you at EDC Vegas, though. But like, you know. At EDC, dude. Oh, my gosh. That was such a great time. So the difference between the camping at EDC and Nocturnal, I liked it because, you know, everything's already set up. And actually, when I went to Nocturnal Wonderland, like I had my own little tent. But, dude, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like, I'm such a, like, a sheltered kid. Like, I'm super, like like uh like spoiled and stuff and so when i um got there and like i didn't know how to make a make a tent i just brought it and i like to wing it so that didn't work out well um so i ended up sleeping in a t in a, the tent my friend um put up at nocturnal so that's where where my camping experience is then when i went to vegas and they have it all set up like that's one less thing for me to worry about like one less thing for me to bring so it was cool but um my overall camping experience was amazing because Every day you get to wake up real early and go to the shower. And then like, um, if it, it feels cool walking back, like you got all the cool breeze. Cause I, I shower like at nine in the morning or something, eight in the morning. So like you get the super cool breeze hitting you, you know, you're about to start your day. Everybody's kind of like still sleeping, but like, like, uh, you get to walk over to the, uh, the Mesa and like, just sit there. I would, I would bring my, my, my breakfast and I would just eat it in the Mesa by myself. I'd sit there. And then Wait, how, 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 how early were you at these things? <laughs> how early was that? Yeah. How early were you waking up? Yeah. Up like, like seriously, like seven forty-five, getting out of the shower at like eight ten ish. Right. And I'm going to the Mesa before like eight 30 and I was just chilling there and I'd be by myself, dude. Cause there's like, there was maybe like seven other people walking around the Mesa at that, at that time in the, the morning. Yeah. I'm still listening. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I just, I, yeah, it was it was real early. Um, I I remember um, I'd wait for my girlfriend to wake up because she'd still be sleeping. I, I'd be like, "Yeah, you want to go to Mesa?" And she'd be like, "Nope, like I'm staying. In, I, I gotta sleep." And I I just I, I don't like to sleep. I get too excited when I'm there. Okay, okay, maybe you can um, maybe we can relate on this, okay? Because I have it's like a thing I call festival anxiety, and I don't know why, but I wake up really early. And I'm like ready to go, outfit ready. And it's funny because I, I don't know if you, uh, if you listen to like the whole thing with me and Emma Capotas on our podcast, but she was telling everybody, she's like, yeah, this man was like ready to go. She's like, I'm, I'm waking up for breakfast and this man already has his entire outfit ready. And she's like, I feel underdressed right now. <laughs> like, no, I love that. He mentioned that you were already all gold because he wore it. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. Um, 
that yeah, that I relate to 100%. I, I was there. And all, when I went to EDC, all I brought was this ice chest full of uh, protein bars and beef jerky. So I'd bring like two protein bars and a bag of beef jerky. And I just sit there by myself and I was just like eating my things. Like, like, uh, yeah, no, my, dude, my eyes were bloodshot red almost all of EDC because I wasn't sleeping. And it like, it looked pretty bad, but it, it was, yeah, <laughs> where it was. Bro, I... I wish we would have bumped into each other. I'm like very surprised because it's such a small, like uh, one, it's a small community. So I had already seen of you, but at the same time, it's like I was hanging out with Emma the entire time um, and like my friends. So like um, she, she was honestly like, this is, this is like her event EDC. So like um, she was completely like smothered with people at all times. So like I was there to like really happy to like witness that for her. Um, so like I'm really surprised like nobody likes like I didn't see you I don't know I feel like I saw a lot of people did you know that Pasquale was there like he was like hanging out blunts yeah yeah actually I saw Pasquale in the little golf cart you see like um I don't know too I didn't know too much about the community I knew who Pasquale was and everything and everybody was around him in a circle when he came out in his golf cart but yeah. I remember I, I was just like oh yeah like that's Pasquale that's cool like he runs all this stuff and then that was it I didn't like go and people, he was taking pictures of people he was very nice but I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go get a picture or I got to talk to him or I got to be right there recording him. Yeah, it's I think at that point, it's like the wrong place at the wrong time. It's just I don't like like I I, I put him on my blog. Uh, or at least I tried to. I I, I don't know if I lost it. I think someone jacked my my camera while I was at, at one of the one of the stages. And because um, I was sober, so I don't understand. Like, you know, like next thing I know, like I'm like my my fucking pocket went like really light. Cause that thing's heavy and I was like I look behind me and like look in the ground like did I drop it I'm like no I'm like that's so weird like and then like it's just gone like everybody's just like looking at my GoPro hey, my GoPro just like fell out of my pocket I think but like dude I went to lost and found nothing bro like I spent two days looking for that thing I spent two weeks looking for that thing like on websites and stuff nothing bro I was like I'm like dude if I got jacked which I think honestly is what happened is like I don't like to say that kind of stuff because like I should I man 10 years of raving I should be smarter bro I should have like I shouldn't be putting these in my pocket. I got panty packs and come on, man. So that's you all got, That happened to me at EDC. Got my phone stolen. Dude. <laughs> hey, but yeah, that yeah, it happens a lot. You get pick, I got pickpocketed at um at uh countdown again, right? Bro, but, you um, don't learn your lesson. <laughs> what'd you say? I was like, you don't learn your lesson, just keep getting jacked. <laughs> no, yeah. So I got pickpocketed again at countdown. But I caught her watch when she took my phone out of my pocket. Oh, um, I, I heard, caught, you, yeah, I did hear this from your TikTok. Yeah, it got caught on like, my pants are kind of like distressed, um, like uh, like torn up, you know? Mm. And so I got caught the, the, the case or something on one of like the, like the hanging like threads of my, of my pants Bro. or something. All this, I swear to you, I felt the smallest little like, like one sec, I'm really busy right now. I'm doing a video. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I try to, I felt that happen. And um, I, right when that happened, like my instinct actually was like to push. Like I just pushed really hard and it was an older lady, an older woman. And um, I pushed her really hard, but it's, um, we're in the middle of Dion Timmer's set. So, um, so it's packed, right? And uh, I push her and she goes like, she doesn't fall, but she she moves the crowd back because she she you know she goes flying, and um, there's two men with her that are working with her, 
and they're like, hey, why you push that woman? Why you push that woman? Or why, why you push this lady or something like that, right? Trying to like get the crowd around us to turn on me. And, um, but I had pushed her so hard that the phone fell out of her hand. And so at first I was pressing her. I was like, where, I was like, where the fuck's my phone? Give me back my fucking phone. Give me back my fucking phone. And my heart was like feeding out my chest. And I'm like, Bro. not, I was having flashbacks. I was like, is this is all happening within like a, a second or two, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, I looked down and, uh, my phone's on the floor. So I grab it. And what I should have done, because I was always talking about it, like, oh, if I ever catch anybody again, I'm going to record them and um, this and that. Well, I grabbed my phone and... Um, Give her a hug. I, I, like, everything's moving so fast that I was just, like, uh, happy that I got back my phone. But by the time that I, like, came to again in that moment and tried to look for them, they were already gone. Like, they were gone. So I, and so I just told everybody around me, like, watch your phones. Like, they just, they just tried to pickpocket me, blah, blah, blah. And everyone around me was like, what happened? What happened? Because they were all they saw was this lady that got pushed yeah. tell them and they're like good for you like yeah we oh we, uh, we uh what's it called that we love that for you blah, blah, blah. and everyone's like cheering and stuff and that was cool that was cool i'm glad that people didn't like jump to the whole conclusion of like do you, you just like 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 pushed a woman you know what i mean like that yeah I, scary. and dude my all my friends that were with me that day okay so my girlfriend got, gets really anxious inside of like um sometimes in big crowds so she just dipped she had dipped and she like she, she was so anxious that she didn't tell me like she just left and she went to another stage or whatever and my friend and his girlfriend were having a little bit of anxiety as well and mm -hmm. so they're like yo we're gonna go uh to, more to the back and i was like oh okay i'm gonna stay here because i really wanted to see dion so imagine right when they leave and then i got my phone jacked and i'm lost with, from Dude. them from the that would have sucked yeah, that, that's why. So I also get anxiety uh, being in crowds. I'm claustrophobic. So like I have an, I'll have a legit panic attack in the crowd. So I just try to avoid it too much. I can usually do it like when I'm around friends and stuff like that. But when I start, when I start feeling like, like I'm being watched or someone's going to jack me soon or, you know, like, you get that weird feeling. I'm like, oh, like, this is too, like, I got to go. Like, I, I don't want to get, like, I don't want to get in a situation, you know, um, or like people are start like touching me too much, bro. I get like I don't like being touched, so it's like okay, this is too much. Um, so I can understand like your girlfriend and like your friends, man, like leaving and stuff. I just sometimes you can like kind of sense the crowd, um, but I also understand like you wanted to see Dion Timmer. You're here for a reason, you know. We we go yeah. see Dion Timmer. <laughs> How was that set though? How was that? <laughs> How's that for that? <laughs> Great. I, I had wanted to see him at Audiotistic because he came to San Diego. He was supposed to come to San Diego for Audiotistic, and then his. Something happened with his visa that he wasn't allowed to come down from Canada, I believe is where he's from. And um, he couldn't get here. So it got canceled. Uh, Dion Timmer's set got canceled. So mm -hmm. then, you know, they just extended everybody else's set. But I was so distraught. I remember that morning I had like texted my friends and my girlfriend. I was like, oh, like Dion's not going to be there. And um, the reason why I like him so much is because at Nocturnal Wonderland, I got lost from my friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to... Uh, I went, I was just wandering around and honestly, I didn't really know who was playing at the time, but I walked into his set and I remember right then, like, um, I think it was Rescue was playing and oh, dude, that song is so good. Ever since then, like, um, I had just been listening to that song on repeat in the gym and everything. And so I was like, I gotta finally see him. And so now that we were there, I got to see him and I was so happy. Um, so, I mean, I know you've been like, like you got other things going on. So you have like other accounts doing other things. But one thing you'll understand, man, with the fact that you're growing your, you know, your accounts with like raving and stuff like that, like you're going to start loving these artists more and more. Um, have you like, have you ever met, like what's, have you met any artists before, like in person? Yes. And let me tell you, dude, I was so happy. So um, 
I was I had just walked in. We had just filled up our water packs, and I think we were going to pee. Um, or you know, you start getting into the sets and stuff. And uh, I'm standing there with my friend, waiting for the girls to come out of the bathroom. And um, this woman comes up to me, and she's like, "Jay," and uh, and I was like, "What's up?" Like, I'm so sorry. I'm really bad with faces. I'm really, really bad with faces. Like, really bad. So I don't know who it was 100, but I knew that she was dressed. Um, like she looked. Like she wasn't just a, a normal person, if that makes sense. Like she just looked, she just a different than, than other people. So I was like, this has to be someone cool. And she, oh, she had a videographer slash cameraman with her. So I was like, what's up? And then she was like, it's nostalgics. And I was like, oh my God, like, hi, holy crap. Like I was stunned. I was too stunned to speak at the moment, but I was like, wow, like no way. And so she's like a super, um, super good up and coming uh, uh, producer or DJ, I think, but like, I wouldn't even say up and coming. It's just that this last year is when she popped off, and yeah. she did a um, a uh, podcast also with Emma, and um, dude, she's so good. She's so cool, and I think she's on Night Base uh, with yeah, Easy Slate. Yeah. yeah, and she, she's so cool. She's such a nice human being. So we took some photos and stuff, and we had dude. She sat, stood there and had a conversation with me for like like three to five minutes. I want to say, and that's a long time when you're at a rave like that. That seems like such a long time. So it was such a cool experience. And um, I think that she's she's super cool. And she's the only one I met in person, but there's a lot of people that like I had seen and that I didn't really think much of when I made a video or when I made a post about them on my story or something, mm -hmm. but they DM me and reach out to me or follow me on Instagram and stuff. And it's like, whoa, like that is really cool. Like, I don't know if you know who he is, but his name's Reaper. This guy is a really good- uh, Yeah, I know, I know, I know who Reaper is. Yeah, dude, he's so good. Okay, but this guy is so cool. That even when I got my phone jack, I like I had just texted him, DM'd him, telling him that like I had saw him at the pool party and uh, I thought his set was really good and like I just sent I just send I just sent him like some love and uh, he was like, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, is there any way I can help you get a new phone? When yeah. I already gotten one um, through TikTok, but like, point is yes, and it's so cool. It's the coolest feeling. Did, did you see Reaper at Nocturnal One? I believe Reaper played at Nocturnal One. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. I had discovered him, and it's because it was kind of early in the day. And I didn't know who else to see. And I think that was day two. I had went over yep. there early without my friends because um, Wednesday was was playing. And I really like Wednesday. But she was uh, like really early in the day. I think she was like the first set. So I was there by myself. And then um, I was wandering around a bit. And I look on the Insomniac app. And I was like, this guy has a cool profile picture. I'm going to go watch him. And uh, it was Reaper. And I really liked his set. And I had never listened to anyone like drum and bass. Mm -hmm. So... Since then, I had followed him, and then he hit me up on TikTok, and then from that's there, he crazy. just Instagram, and I decided. To... That's why I'm surprised, like we haven't even met. Like we were in the we're at the same sets, like early in the fucking day, like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. We're at the we same at... sets. You were at him too at Nocturnal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's only like seventy people there. That's crazy. I know. That's what I was like. I can't believe. Like... No. Um, th that I mean, some of these artists are really cool. Like, um, and, and what the point I was trying to get at, right, is like continue doing, you know, keep grinding, man. Keep doing your thing because, like, that's just like the beginning. You know what I mean? Like these artists and these talks, you're not gonna be talking to artists for only three minutes. Give it some time, man. Keep growing your platform, and you're gonna be talking to them for an hour. Next time, two hours. You know, I had a conversation with Pascal for two hours, bro. Really? And he, yeah, hell yeah. And you know what I talked to him about, man? Not once did I mention myself. I was talking about Emma Capotas, other content creators, just beefing them up. Like, hey, you know, you gotta. Eat. I took his phone from him, and I was like, you need to add these people. <laughs> That's so cool, man. That's so cool. 
it's just the beginning man so like i'm telling you man i see your hard work and like keep at it bro and eventually you know you, like some of the djs like dion timmer i've i've literally had permission with dion timmer like five times man like really dion is so cool oh, so yeah my, my, my friend pays uh pays his phone bills so <laughs> Dude, that's um, so cool. yeah my my friend um she's she's a she's like a rave mom she literally um like helped him out when he came to this country and you know was get working things out so she pays a lot of like his bills for him and stuff like that getting get he was she's kind of helped him get started here so she's yeah she's got a spell cell phone number and all that stuff and, like they're really good friends and yeah yeah it's like it's a small community man you're gonna realize that sooner or later yeah it's like um yeah. oh. everybody knows everybody and i don't mean that nobody is uh out of reach there's not one person out of reach like i have People that throw festivals, like, I have all their cell phone numbers, bro. Like, nobody's out of reach, bro. And eventually, you know, I'm telling you, man, keep grinding, bro, because I see I see the your potential, and, like, you're going to get to the point where, like, these people are just going to be playing, like, beer pong with you one day or some shit, something stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like... That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's just... I, I, yeah, when I first got started, it was a... It was a I never thought I'd be in my place right now where it's like, you know, these people are like, certain people are DMing me. Like, I'm in like in the green room with like all these DJs and they're all like, we're all talking, just laughing, you know, smoking, drinking, whatever, you know? And it's like, it's just really cool experience. And I think like uh, eventually, you know, just keep at it, man. You're gonna, you're gonna fucking get there and it's gonna be fucking cool. But like, um, one thing I gotta, just one piece of advice, like just don't ever fucking give up, man. And we're gonna um, move into this next topic, right? It's like, how do you deal with the hate, right? So, like, a lot of the times, you know, like, so there are things that cause you to kind of stop from, like, continuing what you're going to do and stop grinding. And a lot of times, you know, it's the haters, bro. And it's like, how do you deal with that shit? And it's like, at the beginning, man, I received so much hate when I first started doing this entire, like, you know, YouTube. Uh, not podcasting, because podcasting I did more along, like, in the after, like, afterwards. But, like, YouTubing, Instagram, and all that shit. Like, I got a lot of fucking hate for it. People were telling me, like, why are you even doing this? Stop acting like you're famous. You're not famous. You're never getting anywhere with this. It's like, no, and, like, and once I told one, like, even my 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 old friends, I was like, yeah, like, you know, eventually I want to get to the point where, like, I'm being asked to go to a festival for free. Like, I, I want people to literally give me a free festival ticket, but, like, just for showing up, you know? And they're like, oh, like you'll never get there, like, but why do you keep trying, and, you know, people, like, are really super fucking negative, man, um, look at me now, I'm fucking, like, getting asked to be at, like, three festivals at once, I'm like, oh, I gotta choose one, <laughs> you know, like, how do you get to the, how do you get to that position, um, but how, not, let's not start with the how, let's start with the, what kind of negative experiences have you dealt with so far? Well, um, all the time on every, on every video, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, it doesn't matter what video it is. I posted videos where I went out to eat with my friends and they happen to be playing, um, like some Elenium and some, um, some Wookiee and stuff. And it was just some, um, and it was e just even on that video, right. I got, I got, uh, comments that like, I'm always rolling or even when you're oh eating your, right. It's the funniest thing. Um. You get everything. If I post uh, a video with my shirt off, it's like, put your shirt back on, or it'll be dudes telling me I'm small, or dudes telling me, like, I don't look good, or whatever it is. Like, honestly, if I'm singing along to the song, I get told I can't sing. Like, like I know I can't sing. I, can't, I don't care. But, like, like dude, it, it, it's just everything and anything honestly you could possibly think of. I get comments about my height. I am 5'10". I am, I am 5'10". Not once have I ever been actually in, like insecure about my height but people will tell me like oh you're five four there's no way you're taller than five six it's like 
first of all, it didn't matter. But like, just in general, like, I get any type of comment you could possibly think of ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, kind of get. <laughs> how, how do you like deal with that though? It's like for me, it's like, um, I, I okay. So my strategy, because well, one, I don't get as much hate like you do. Like yours is very like like I feel like that people are literally there following you just to hate on you, which is super weird. And it's like. For me, when I've ever dealt with hate, I just block them. I go, oh, block. But it looks like you maybe take a different approach. You like use it as like another reason to make a video. <laughs> okay, so uh, first I was never blocking them because you have to think higher IQ than them. So the more you get hate comments, the more people see your video because they're just helping with the algorithm. The algorithm doesn't care whether somebody's telling you you're short or somebody's telling you they like your video. So it's going to push your video. So I would never block them at first, right? Um, the only ones I block now, um, the only times I block now is because I can't respond to comments. So there is this woman who, um, commented, um, just telling me I couldn't sing in a recent video and I just got banned like two days ago, um, for a day or something. Um, because I responded back to her. Like, so she was like, please don't ever try to sing again. And then I don't remember what I said exactly, but it was like, it was pretty mean, you know, but I didn't call her a name or nothing. I just like responded back with like a smart ass answer. And um, then we went back and forth for like a couple of comments. But I think I hurt her because then she reported two of my comments or three and two of them got appealed. But one of them didn't. And um, and uh, I think it was something like alcohol. I think I responded. Alcohol reduces your life, uh, your life expectancy by this much. Right. And it was just um. It was just like to compare, you know, but she got real mad. And so then that comment got um, not appealed because I think because I, I mentioned alcohol or lifespan or something. Um, so, yeah, but the only reason I'll, I'll block now is so that I don't respond because I have the urge to just respond with like some sort of answer. So then I'll just block them so I could get that out of my head or if they insult my, my girlfriend or something, because I don't care. Like, I don't take it personally, but um, like she'll look at the comments or something and um it'll hurt her feelings and that's messed up like uh, why why you gotta guy you gotta say something about her like it doesn't matter um so i'll just i'll block those people but other than that i don't care if they're just helping me like they're technically fans like they're better fans than the ones who just watch and like not like that sounds bad but like they're they're contributing more to my videos growth than somebody who just likes and actually likes my content mm -hmm. so so yeah that 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 that's awesome yeah <laughs> i'll take that it's just weird that having like a different approach. I'm glad like, it doesn't like like hurt you or whatever. Um, for me, it's like, you know, I I felt that at the beginning of me of my growth. I never I don't really see it now. In fact, I like honestly, I would say like zero percent of people actually ever attack me nowadays. And I don't know if it's because I have like given myself that platform and I've given I've already received such growth through all my all my work. But the beginning part of it, it it was a lot of like you know, why are you doing this? Stop acting like you're fucking famous. You're not famous. Stop. Like, just give up while you're ahead. You know, it was like people like that. And it was like, okay, well, like, you know, I'm really trying here. You know, I'm trying to just do whatever they can, the hell I can. Um, so I'll tell you right now, man, my block list is bigger than my friends list. <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. Are you getting blocked, bro? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. But so what I'll say though, just to, uh, just to answer the question about um, why do I not let it get to me mm -hmm. is because, and I think that people should learn from this. Hopefully some people will see, but, um, everybody will get hated on no matter what you're doing. So you could be doing nothing. Um, I'm saying nothing as in like social media wise, you could be doing nothing. You could be a normal average human being, go to work, you work at a job from eight to five, 
from fucking eight to five or whatever, nine to five. And you will get hate from the people at your work. You will go to the gym after work. You know, you're just going to go lift your weights. You'll get some hate from some people inside of the gym, like thoughts or stares or whatever it is. You'll go to the store, you know, and you might get a look or somebody might tell you something or a customer at your work when you're working will, will be rude and give you hate there. So you're going to get it no matter what. So if you're hate, getting a lot of hate, it's because a lot of people are seeing you. And uh, it just means that you're doing something right. Because mm -hmm. if, if they're taking that time out of their day to go and hate on you, it's because of something that's not going right in theirs. And they see it in yours. And you, they're just, your video is making them sit there and go and write something, you know? So I think it's, it's, it's a... Uh, it's something that you should be happy about. If you're getting hate, it means you're doing something. You're doing you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? I think that I, as long as it's it's like actual just hate. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if well, if if you're being mean to people and, and people are, are trash talking you because of that, I mean you deserve that. But I mean like just getting hate, doing what you're doing, living your life, then you can't be mad about it. You have to accept it. And if you be mad about it, it's just gonna hold you down. And and never let what somebody else thinks about you no never never let what somebody else thinks about you stop you from doing what you want to do as long as it's good you know as long as you're not hurting nobody or nothing never let anybody's thoughts or anything ever affect you because you'll die one day and th those people won't even be thinking about you and you'll you'll be sad that you didn't do those things that, that's yeah, it yeah I, dude the resiliency in you man it's like good for you bro like you know a lot of people would have just quit like midway it's just like being attacked like that constantly is like oh my god like like you know like y'all need to just get a life you know and it's like but i mean you've obviously seen growth in your in, in your platform so like at some point you're like okay well like let's let's keep it going until a certain point and like whatever and it's funny because i think like oh my god that like these guys or girls whatever they're like literally targeting you because like oh my god he was like hi he was not high dude what do you care <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy um, that like th there is definitely on my account specifically a, like a constant battle back and forth in my comments between yeah that'll be like he's so blasted right now and then somebody else will be like no he's not that's how a normal person looks you like his, his pupils don't look that whatever and they'll go back and forth you know battling for each other like some people will be on my side some people will be on their side it's just it's just uh it's gotten to that point that that's in every one of my comment section pretty much dude and it, it's so crazy though because like okay so on me personally i don't really post myself being too fucked up um sometimes i'll post myself like on my youtube channel being fucked up only because it's kind of funny or whatever sure. um but like i'll never post it like on a tiktok or whatever because like my tiktoks are very like montagey sometimes they're just skits so i never really like post like myself um like I think it's my phone. I just don't have like great quality like you do. <laughs> so, like I just don't like fucking post too many videos like me. Like in, in it doesn't have like great lighting. Oh, it is what it is. And uh, you know I don't have an iPhone, so do my best. Um, <laughs> but like I, I I feel like a lot of times, um, dude. Honestly, I have ADD and I have no idea where I was going with this. <laughs> okay, you were saying you were saying the reason why you don't things that you're fucked. Uh, videos where you're fucked up. You're oh saying yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think my best today my bad um yeah so I don't post like uh like like me being fucked up in general just because like I know um 
people kind of target that shit, you know? And it's like, I just don't want to like have people like use that as like evidence, especially like since I work like in surgery and stuff like that. I don't like if I ever get fired, I don't want to be like, well, I saw your TikToks. So, like, okay, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so like, I try, I try to stay away from like that, like just being fucked up, whether like, you know, people are talking about drugs, people are talking about like me being like drunk or whatever, like whatever the scenario is. I don't want to be it, you know? And and most of the time, like 90%, I mean, 95% of the times, I'm just like drunk and or sober. Like, I'm actually like, that's just me just sober. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I just, if you start seeing me slurring a lot, then yeah, I'm probably fucking like hammered. But like most of the times people are like, oh my God, you're so crazy. Like, yeah, that's just like regular me. And like my friends can attest to that. Like, you know, and you could see their vlogs and they'd be like, oh my God, like, like completely sober. Cause I got to drive. Um, I'm, I'm like ranting right now, but like um, a lot of times when I go to a festival, I like to drive back home. Like, so it's, if it's like an hour drive, I just want to drive back. I don't want to get a hotel. I'm trying to save money. When you, when you get to the level where you're going to so many festivals at once for content, you want to be able to just drive home, you know, save a little bit of money, go to another festival later. So a lot of times I just drive back home. So it's like, I can't afford to be doing things as well. Like the toilet ticket on your body, just be hung over the next day. Um, so I do surgery. I don't want to go to a surgical room tomorrow and <laughs> that'd be terrible. Yeah. So it's like, I just, so people can, so people for me like, Oh, well, like, I wouldn't let like a raver do surgery on me. This and it's like, well, you don't really know that like I'm doing surgery on you. Just know that I'm like literally not hung over because I make sure that that's like something I quite like account for. You know, I don't, I, I personally don't get fucked up a day before surgery. I got to wake up in the morning. Also, I take that shit very seriously. So for me, like, especially like, getting my GoPro stolen and stuff like that, like, I don't feel comfortable getting fucked up knowing that I could probably lose, like, a $400 investment in my pocket, you know what I mean? It hurt me so much at ADC Vegas, bro, and phones won too, but phones is like, oh, $200, get a replacement. Bro, that doesn't happen with the GoPro. The GoPro is like $400. You're never going to get that shit back, plus the equipment was another $100 to the GoPro. That's $500 I just lost because I happened to, well, no, that was actually pretty sober that day, so I guess I just fucked up just because I'm just dumb, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It's hard to feel it. It's hard to feel it. Seriously. I wasn't, I hadn't even come up yet. And when the only reason I, I felt my phone get taken out of my pocket was because it caught on the little string on my thing and on my, on my pocket. That's the only reason why. So it's honestly not your fault. They're really good at it. You know what they do? Okay. So for everyone listening that they're going and they're scared. So what they do is they kind of like, 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 you know, if you're passing somebody, but like, it's really tight, you might like kind of grab them on your waist. And you kind of like, oh, just excuse me. Like, excuse me like that. So the girl, the woman did that. And I felt her hand on me there. And even, not even that got my attention. Like that was not what got my attention. Like she had her hand on like my lower back. And, um, and yeah, so they're really fucking good at it, dude. They're like, excuse me, excuse me. And then they just, they just grab you like that. And it was, yeah, they're super slick. So you got to be really careful. Dude, I don't know why we have that shit in the community, though. And it's like, well, they're not in the community. They're, like, outside of the community. There's just people who, like, literally just know there's a festival happening. Let's see what we can get away with. And my question is, like, how much money are they getting off of this? Like, like, like I kind of want to know now. Like, is it worth the risk? Like, I don't even think so. Because, well, I mean, it obviously is because they keep doing it. But I don't know. What, I, I have no clue. I have no clue what kind of money they're making out of it. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks. Like, my, my buddy was talking to me. He was like, oh, like, you could start, like, you can tell people that like, you lost your GoPro. People like help you pay for this and this. I'm like, that's not even the point, man. It's like, I literally vlogged for four fucking days. And, um, well, you, you don't have like a YouTube channel, um, but like maybe you could like, relate because like your TikToks, right? Like you, you, you're working in an essence, right? You're, you're creating content. So like, I was literally not only, I was, I was literally having 
fun 50% of the time. The other 50% of the time I was vlogging work. I'm like, I feel like I'm working. This is for my, my future investment. So I'm literally creating content and all that went, went to waste. Could you imagine that four days of work just went to waste? So it's not just like, oh, just have fun. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved to have fun. But my four days of, of me working just went to waste. Imagine not getting paid at work for four fucking days. No, yeah, exactly, dude. And I relate because um, I actually texted the person, uh, or I texted my phone, I guess, with my girlfriend's phone saying, mm -hmm. hey, like, whatever you're going to sell it for, I'll pay you double. Um, and I won't say nothing, whatever. Like, I just want my phone because... Um, I had actually asked my girlfriend to be my girlfriend that first day at EDC. And so like we had all our videos of like just everything and pictures of us together and stuff. And I just wanted to be able to take pictures still there. Um, and I wasn't going to risk her bringing her phone in because if we get both of our phones jacked and we then we have to drive back home, like it was just going to be uh, a hassle. And I was like, yeah, let's not risk bringing your phone in, whatever. But that's what I would I would have paid double what I would have what I paid for the new phone or whatever they were going to sell it for yeah. um, just to have it back, dude. It doesn't matter about the money at that point. At that point, yeah. you just kind of whatever was on your phone. And like, like I have like a lunchbox and I have a, um, a rave runner. So I got like the anti theft, like hydration packs, but as a con that works, that's great for people who aren't content creators, but like us content creators, we need like a chest rig, you know, something in front of us. So we can just take out the phone and vlog record, whatever. So like the thing is, in the moment, I, I know we have the chest rig. We got it. But for some reason, we have this weird habit of putting things back in our pocket. I don't know why. <laughs> I did it. You did it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> We're human. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, dude. Now I just grip my phone in my hand like this. But I'm going to get a fanny pack for when I don't want to hold my phone. It's easier for me to have my phone in my hand just because, like, pre-TikTok, pre-everything for years, I actually always filmed, like, background footage of me and my friends just because I, I liked I like the home videos as a child, like the, the VCR little, like you put it in and you watch your whole, uh, you know, your family's Christmas or whatever you were recording um, back. And um, I was like, I want to make those for when I'm older to see. And, I, and I, so I've always had my phone out. So it's just easy for me to grip it in my hand. But yeah, no, I'm getting a fanny pack now <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I started investing in like, not, not this, this is like a battery pack, which you should also have buddy. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you have to, you deal with the same shit I do, but like after like a whole days of like recording TikToks and shit, my battery juice is like dead by the end of the night. Um, but I invested in this thing that like, it's like a sticker that goes in the back of your cell phone. It goes to your, like on your case and then you attach it to like a lanyard around your neck. So it's just, it's just hanging. And then I kind of just, just drop it into my, my chest rig. So then it's just easy to like take out. And then like, if I end up trying to like put it somewhere, just like whatever. But I also have a GoPro, my GoPro, I bought a, like a chain, like a very, like really thin chain that attaches to my lunchbox. That way I can put it in my pocket. And if someone tries to jack it again, it like, it'll tug on my, on my lunchbox. Yeah, oh, we gotta be we gotta we gotta be more innovative, I guess, with the way we're like trying to secure our belongings. Because like all this stuff is like to secure your things is it's great if you're not a content creator, but as a content creator, like how do we avoid this stuff? You know? Yeah, no, it's it's really hard, bro. It's really it's really really tough. So you gotta sacrifice either getting content or just keeping your phone safe. But yeah, no, I got a lunchbox too. I can't have nothing around my neck because it bothers me. So I, I'm okay. just gonna have a little what's it called um fanny pack. And I might even just put the fanny pack across my chest like that. Mm. Around my neck, I get like like that. I don't like to have anything around my neck. It annoys me. So I uh, put my little chest my my little chest pack thing right here now. Mm. Fill in. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully.
Okay, so we, we talked about a lot of like negative crap, right? I mean, I mean, this shit that we needed to talk about though. People need to be aware, you know, this is real life, guys. You guys go to a festival, don't be scared, just be prepared, all right? There's a difference. And it rhymes. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some positive shit though. Let's talk about some positive experiences you've had during these festivals. So I want to hear about some just crazy adventures, crazy things that happen, some great stories. And talk to me about your friends that you go with. Who are your friends? Who do you go with? What do you guys like? What kind of music do you guys usually go to and stuff like that? Okay, am I able to run to pee really quick? You know what? Let's both take a break. Um, we will return after a few seconds, guys. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm gonna yeah, go for a run. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, we'll just edit that shit out. Um, Actually, no, we're gonna leave a whole minute in there so people just wait on us. Fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so we are back from our break. Um, anyways, you were gonna tell us about your like great stories, great friends you've made. Oh, actually, no, did you make those friends? Were they always your friends? Talk to us about that. We want to hear it. All three of those points. Okay, so crazy rave experiences. Um, you know, like so for Hard Summer, which is my first ever festival, I was, um, I, I told you earlier that I'm very like wing it. So I went up there um, without having a place to stay, but knowing I was going two days. So I, um, and I was not going to drive back home and then go back the next day. And I live in San Diego. So that's a one and a 40 minute drive, an hour and 40 minutes. And um, so I was not going back home. I believe Hard Summer ended at two, not hundred percent positive. It might've been one, but anyways, um, so I went with a blanket in my backpack and I was like, dude, if it, if it gets to that point, I'm just going to find like a nice little suburb somewhere like outside of San Bernardino and just like park in there and go to sleep in my car. Mm -hmm. One sec. I got to send it. You're good, bud. <laughs> Someone just called that. Okay. There we go. Um, Watch him call like three more times. <laughs> oh yeah. So I went to, uh, I went to, I was going to sleep in my car and, um, I end up and dude, the day of or the morning of this guy, um, who's my friend on Instagram only. I only knew him from Instagram because we both did lifting and we both posted our gym's progress and all that stuff. And so we just uh, we're just like mutuals. He's like, yo, I'm going to send it to Hard Summer. Um, are, you, are you still going? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you got a place to stay? I was like, no. And he's like, OK, well, let's just go up. So I went up and we were both going to wing it now. So now we got two uh, two dudes that are, have no clue what we're going to do um, at the end of the night. Um, we ended up being with some of his friends, right? And so we ended up turning into a group of five. Um, oh my God. I believe. <laughs> we turned into a group of five from two. And it's like two in the morning. And we're like, well, you guys want to see if there's any hotels around here? And they're like, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. And so we ended up pulling into this one, um, like, uh, I don't know, like a Motel 6 or something. And uh, they had one room left. It was pretty expensive. But we just uh, we just split the room between five people, six people. And... Um, I slept on the hardwood floor. So it was like, it was like, a, a, it was like, um, not tile, not wood. I guess it was wood or whatever. But anyways, I just slept on that floor and it was, and I used my clothes uh -huh. as a pillow. I used my clothes as a pillow and my little blanket that I brought. And, and I slept for, I believe two hours. And, um, I couldn't sleep anymore after that, but I slept like two, three hours. And yeah, that was probably the craziest, like, whole entire rave experience like that i've had because it was all over the place no clue what we were doing none, none, none of that was taken care of um but that's how i fell in love with festivals friends dude dude i mean 
by just raving, like just straight up, like people that I've met, like there's this dude, I'm really into bodybuilding. And there was this, dude, I remember at hard summer, I was just, I was there early and I was just chilling and he was there vibing with his homie. And um, they both had their shirts off. Usually like when you, when you lift, like you like to go to these festivals without your shirt. And so like um, he, he, they were there and I thought that their physiques looked awesome. So I went up to them and just told them like, yo bros, like you guys have sick physiques. Like uh, you guys compete this and that. And um, it turns out that those two guys are like some of my best friends now. Like those, like, those two Damn. guys. Like, <laughs> a festival like it's like bro are you going like i got you dude like like if you're coming down to san diego like you got a place to stay like like they're like my bro like my bros now like we send each other tiktoks type of bros like like yeah. that, that, like the, the for reals you know and um yeah no i met so many people my best friend now his name is rain and he's an up-and-coming um producer he's he's on tiktok too he does gloving he, he does always doing live okay and um, but he's a really good producer and like he's not one of those where he's like your friend and you're like, yeah, bro, you're getting there. You're doing good. It's like this guy's really good, like already. Yeah. And that dude's become my best friend. Uh, I hadn't hung out with him, um, only just talked to him on Instagram until EDC. And then he was the only person that was camping at EDC. So the only people I knew, I guess, like personally um and him and his girlfriend were there so it was me and my girlfriend so we just went to go hang out with them pretty much all the time during the pool parties and stuff and it sounds lame but you ever have those people like that you you think they're cool and you're like I really want to be their friend um <laughs> there so I don't think it I just literally tell them in person so I actually have experiences where I met somebody on the day of a rave and I was like hey man me and you're gonna be best friends and then I just make it happen. I like manifest that bitch, right? I'm like, hey, we're gonna be doing it. And I just like literally, I like we need to set up the next fucking like four or five events together. We, we're gonna like squat up because uh, I don't know, man. Like you, you know when someone's gonna be your friend, you just feel it, you know? Like we match, bro. We're just gonna be. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you go, bro. We're, we're doing this, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I have this tendency of like when I see somebody that's like super cool, like like I think that they have speak or like. They just have cool manners or something. I'm like, man, like that guy looks super cool. I want to be his friend. So that was me with this dude. And like, I, when I tell you now, after knowing him, it's like him and I are like twins, like, like the same, we do the same things. We're into the same things. And, um, it beforehand, I was just like, man, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be too annoying. Like, I don't, I, cause I wanted to be my friend. I don't want to be like, oh, let's hang out at EDC. But when he's there with his girls, so like, I didn't want to like intrude on them and stuff. Mm -hmm. But my girlfriend was like, dude, like, would you be happy if he came to your tent right now and asked if you guys wanted to go to, the, if we wanted to go to the pool party? And I was like, yeah. And so then I was like, all right. So I started doing that. And it was the last night of EDC. And I was like, man, we got to make a plan to meet up with these guys because I want to hang out with them. And so yeah. we did. And we only met up for day three on the last three hours. And we watched Troy Boy and um, said this guy uh, back to back slander. And dude, it was the best. That was like the best three hours of my life. And him and I from then on were like, dude, we're gonna be like like bros for life now. Like at this point. And so now that dude, he, we go to every festival together. Um, my girlfriend lives 15 minutes from the NOS Center. So um, like whenever we have a NOS event, like they stay with us now. And like, like we're gonna go to um EDC together and we're gonna go to Ultra Miami in March. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, those are those are some like real, like real yeah. friends made because I started doing going to festivals and I stuff. I'll be honest, and, and maybe it's because, like, I've just been in it for so long, but, like, um, okay, so when I first started, I had friends that weren't in the EDM scene, and I still have some that aren't and stuff, which is completely fine, but I would say, like, like 95% of my friends, they are 
basically in the rave scene and I met them at a rave and or radiate, right? It's so like um yeah. I, I work for Radiate, I'm an influencer for them. So like um we do a lot of like stuff together. But like Radiate, I meet a bunch of people on there and somebody contacted me, like, hey man, I heard you moved to Orlando. Are you trying to like go get like dinner? I'm like, yeah, no problem. So he invited like I think like four of the people. So like it was like his squad that he was having dinner with. And we all I had like basically dinner with his squad, met all new friends, you know, and it's like it's just really cool experience, like meet new people. Um, but like I have like a strict thing now where like I try my best. Like if if you aren't into EDM, we're like if you aren't into EDM, we're just not gonna work out as friends, regardless. Even dating, dude. I'm sorry. If you don't like EDM, we're just not gonna work out. It's such a huge part of my life now that if you come in here with that kind of negativity, I just can't have it. Um, you have to understand that I'm gonna go to festivals, you know, understand that I have a podcast, that I'm an influencer, content creator, I got all these things going on. You come in here with your bullshit, it's just not gonna work out. I'm sorry. Um Funny story. We're going to go into this funny story real quick. Um, only because I don't think he's going to listen to this podcast. Hopefully not. If he does, whatever. Um, so somebody literally um, who was like, he was huge into like uh, the rap scene. And so like, like, you know, influencing for other events, just recently got into EDM, but it's not like, it's not really like a fan of it. I've never seen this person like in the actual set. Like, like it's always like, like somewhere else, just listening to the music from afar. And I'm like, okay, are you really into the music? Or are you just like, you know, clout chasing for people who are into the scene to make money or whatever and it's like at that point some i i i was at a random club i would run a club and we're in line and this um this couple are like they turn back like there's like there's no way you're frisky hug i'm like yeah frisky hug or whatever and they're like can we get a picture can we do this and this i'm like yeah all the things we start having a good conversation and this guy literally puts his arms around me goes that's my best friend by the way i'm like in my head bro I've known you two days, bro. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I'm like I'm like you're like like you know when somebody's your friend or not. So in my head, I'm like, did I say something or do something that made you think that like we were like in that level that you were like you know like UJ and like your friends are right now. Like you met a rave and you you can click, but at some points, right? You um maybe 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 he thinks that we clicked and I know that we didn't because I'm like I. At some point, bro, and and maybe you'll realize this later on in life when you grow even bigger, right? Like people are gonna start using you, like for the clout. Yeah, maybe. Know. Have you had that yet? Has that has that happened to you yet? Not like as in like a friend, like coming and being like like yo, bro, like we gotta make TikToks together, or anything like mm-hmm. that. Nobody ever done that, um, to me yet, um. I, I feel like it's pretty easy to like kind of smell that stuff. But again, like I don't think I'm super big to where people would like want to use me because if, if they're in my TikTok, then nothing's gonna happen. Like I don't get a lot of views. The odd video will get a lot of of uh, traction, you know? But other than that, no. But I mean, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Like I'm, I'm sure somebody will like try to do that at some point. But like I keep my, I'm super um, socially awkward. So like I keep my circle really small anyways, just That's out of- Smart, very smart. Yeah, just by just by accident, really, just because like I I have like five friends that are that are dudes that I'll like like text like yo dude love you you're my homie whatever, um, and a couple of lady friends and that's about it and like I got my girlfriend and that's it like that ass like I I uh, I'll hang out with anybody at a festival like hey what's up you know mm-hmm. but like other just like yeah very small so I don't yeah. think I'll. 
I have a lot of friends who are like who aren't like content creators or influencers and stuff like that. But I'm very picky about the friends that I make only because they have to understand that I'm going to be taking pictures all day or being like, you know, acid trade candy or it's going to be a lot of like fanboy stuff like that, which I fucking adore because I love everybody who comes up to me and stuff like that. So like, I love them. So I'm going to make 100% like time for them. Right. Like I'm going to like, I've, I've literally been at festivals and I make 10 minutes of my time. I make with them because I want to see them. Who are they? You know, I want to follow them back and all that stuff. Cause like, I appreciate somebody coming up to me. Uh, my friends though are not really fans of that um and i have to like be careful like because i'm uh, like are you guys mad at me for it or are you guys gonna just accept me like you guys go to another set i don't care but like you have to be accepting of that so if you aren't then i just don't want you around but if you are accepting of that then you know you can do whatever you want just like just understand so i had a friend ask me one time like what do you want from our friendship i'm like i just want understanding that you understand that i'm not neglecting you um it's just the lifestyle that i have right now I can't afford to be anybody else other than me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that too. Actually, the part where you said people go up to you. Um, I don't know how many people oh, go up. My, oh my god, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna cut you off just for one second, only because um I do want you to tell this part of your story. Um, can you and I know I think you were going into it, but can you elaborate on this one comment you had about the fact that you weren't the person who they thought you were when they came up to you and you were like, I guess disrespectful or something. I don't know. Can you elaborate on that? Tell your part. And then can you elaborate on that one comment that you had in your TikTok about like, like, oh, you weren't who I thought you were when we came up to you. Like you just like, like whatever shushed us or some shit. I don't know. Go. Okay. <laughs> so first off, I actually believe that that comment was, um, they came up to somebody who wasn't me. I honestly believe that because never once, ever, like ever, ever once, not like no BS, no nothing, have I ever said anything wrong or or done anything like mean to a person. And the reason why I know that is because I could be so gone. Like I could be like almost rave baby. Like like I have to have somebody like um like lead the way because I'm not going to walk the right way to whatever, wherever we're going. I could be at that point and I haven't like trained in myself already to be like, like uh, if somebody comes up to me, they'll be like, Hey, you're right, BJ. I'll be like, Hey, what's up? It's nice to meet you. Um, I'm going to a set right now. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Right. Or like, it's, it's, it's like ingrained. And the way I say it is always the same too. Like to the point where it's like, um, it's kind of like a running joke within like people who like hang out with me. Like they'll be like, like uh, they'll just recite the words that I say. So it's gotten to that point. So it's like, um, if I'm in a rush, I'll say that. If, if I'm with a group of people and we're going over to a set and like they're kind of far away or whatever, uh, or just they're, they're not in my immediate spot where I'm gonna be, I'll say that. Other than that, like there's been times where um, we're, we're kind of chilling, hanging out by a set and people have come up to me, this happened at Countdown where I had a, actually, for the first time in my life, a line of people uh, wanting to take photos of me. So there was a line and I, I did like no BS, no nothing. There was- Bro, bro, okay. You're preaching like, to the choir, bro. You're in the same space. I get yeah. you, bro. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, so so um, I was just taking photos of all of them, having conversations with them. And then like the next person would come in and take a photo. And um, I, yeah, I'm on, I take a photo with every single person who asks. And the only time I might not I'll tell them, um, it'll be, some people will come up to you at, during a bass drop or something, dude, and you're like jamming out and they'll come out to you in, in the middle of that. And I'll be like, hold on, can you wait just one moment? Let me finish your song and I'll finish the song. And then during that little like 
period of time where you know you're just kind of transitioning into the next song mm. i'll go right back to them and i'll talk to them however long they want or whatever and take the photo take the video um but yeah no that, that, that comment dude i seriously don't think it was me because they said that it came up to me while i was refilling at, at the water station and the only time i fill up is at the very beginning of the night and i'm on nothing at the very beginning yeah. of the night like there's no there's no possibility that that happened so i just don't think that it was me yeah, honestly, they could have just been talking shit to talk shit because of your, you know, just just the record you already have of it, just talking shit. <laughs> That's possible. That's very possible, too. Yeah, just fucking trying to start some shit in your comment section, per usual. Um, but it's honestly, it's a, I think that, like, just because you started raving and stuff, it's just so hard for you to, like, um, be at a set and then not hear the song. Because I was the same way, like, the first, like, honestly, like, five years of me raving. It's like, this is my song. Could, like, can, this, can this wait? You know, but I've been doing it for so long now that, like, I had somebody... Um, sweet dude come up to me and he saw my flag he goes dude i want to come say hi and just say a couple things bro during an excision set i spent 10 minutes with this person just just talking bro and i can do that because i've seen excision 25 times you know what i mean like it's like i go to fest i go to i go to 10 to 16 festivals a year bro like i've, I've seen this guy too many times makes sense yeah. so it, it, i think it's going to come with like the more years you keep doing things you're going to make more time for these people and you're not gonna be like, oh my god, like this, like this set, like I have to see it, this song. Um, you will now though. I, I promise you, like first five years, you're gonna keep saying that shit because like it's yeah. good. You're in it. I was in it too, man. I got you. I got you. We got each other, man. Um, who's your favorite artist, by the way? My favorite artist of all time uh, is Elenium. So like, but I've never, <laughs> but I've never seen him live. I've never seen him live, and I'm gonna see him live on my birthday so my birthday is the 10th he plays the 11th um in san diego at a the new nightclub by insomniac nova uh, i think it's called yeah, nova and so we're gonna be there for my birthday um but that's the thing so like that's why i hesitated so he's my favorite of since i was like in middle school and just now and everything but the thing is i don't listen to him anymore like that so and like his new stuff that comes out it used to be like if a new thing came out like i was listening to that right away like when nightlight came came out i was listening to that like on mm -hmm. repeat uh, and he's had a couple songs come out and I don't even think I've heard them. So like, yeah. I wouldn't say at this moment anymore. He's like my favorite, but he's definitely like my, my, my goat, you know? I, 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 you know, I was talking to somebody about him because he's, uh, I think it was a, like maybe like four episodes ago. And I was talking to somebody about how his fan base is very culty, you know, like very like strong believers of the Elenium vibes, right? And I've had some pretty bad experiences at Elenium sets, honestly, not with the song, but with the people. And really? yeah, man. And I, I love the um, old Elenium, the old Elenium crowd and the old Elenium music. I was a huge fan of, but like this new Elenium music, this new Elenium crowd, I've just had really bad experiences and I just don't like it. It's like, um, it's almost like, I don't know, you know who Bass Nectar is? Yeah, I know of him. Yeah, yeah, so, like, he had a very culty, like, you know, group of people listen to him all the time. If you had a totem or a flag in front of those people, they would come up to you and be like, sir, can you just go to the back of the concert? Thanks. Like, can you just, like, get the hell out of Yeah, yeah, it's super rude. Can you just, like, please, like, 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 we're here for the visuals. I'm like, oh, I thought you were here for the music. My bad. Like, wrong concert, you know? Um, it's very like that. For Elenium, the same way. It's like, Hey, you can't stand here. We're already vibing here. Could you like vibe somewhere else? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this is a festival, bro. You went to the wrong place. You should have gone to Millennium. I even had that happen in my life. 
I'm telling you, man, it's gonna it's gonna happen one one day. You could look at people sideways like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> bro, this this happened to me five times in one day, and I had enough, bro. I almost fought some dude. I was like, dude, I'm gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight right now because like I I'm not an angry person. I'm like I'm, I'm like. But, you know, like I say, like a lot of times I'm very sober. So, like, you know, like you test me, bro. We're going to fight. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, no, that's uh, that sounds terrible. I do like the old millennium music, though. I will tell you that. Yeah, like his, me too. His albums like the, the those are those are the ones that I was listening to on repeat. The new stuff I haven't listened to. Can't say nothing about it. But my, if I were to say, like, my favorite person to see at a festival right now, there's got to be like three. I would say like Troy Boy. Troy Boy is uh, like uh, one of my favorites. Um, I really like Jason Ross, dude, and it, it seems like he doesn't like because he doesn't close or nothing. Like it's it's it doesn't seem like something that I would like, but I've seen him yeah. like three times and see him. I like him a lot because he plays he plays like not just one thing the whole time. He like will throw in some heart style. He'll throw in some like rhythm. Like if you put in an excision drop or something, you know, like he'll do he'll do like. The, and he'll have the sad boy the whole time, which is my favorite. That's why I like Elenium. Like, I really like sad yeah. boy song. The whole, like, you know, female vocal and the melodic dubstep and everything. Like, I love that. That's my thing. So when you can take that and mix it with the new stuff that I like, that's the sets that I enjoy the most. And then I saw Say My Name at Countdown. And, dude, I think that I had one of my favorite times, like, ever at Say My Name. So, that's yeah. crazy. You said, uh, you said Jason Ross. Um, one of the uh, the guys through a festival last week over here in Tampa. We were I was out, I, we were asking each other like like we were just getting to know each other, and I was like, oh, what's like your favorite artist? And he was like, all time Jason Ross. And I was like, what? And then when you said that, I was like, dude, what is the obsession with Jason Ross right now? Is <laughs> a is a good artist. I really like him. I I really really like him. And um, yeah, no, just that. That's it. He's 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 a great. He's a great I, I was like, is Jason Ross in right now? Is 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 he like? Is he you know modern? Is he like you know in? You know. Yeah, it's also like it's funny because I would I would classify him, Nurko, William Black, um, all kind of as like the same. Like they all kind of have the same sets because they all kind of are on each other's songs. So like you'll hear Butterflies, which is like one of my favorite songs by them, on all three of their sets. You'll hear like um, like um. What's that one fucking called? Oh, dude, I just lost potions. You'll hear potions by all yeah. of them. But, uh, and you'll hear some millennium with all of them too. So I kind of just like listening to them in general. But out of all of them, the one that performs the best, in my opinion, is Jason Ross. Damn, bro. <laughs> I mean, I've, yeah. seen Jason, I've seen Jason Ross a few times. Um, at least for my favorites, man, it's so weird. It's like, I've just, I've, I've seen so many people and like, I've always come down to like, back, like, Sudden Death, um, Dylan Francis um and honestly uh subtronics has kind of creeped in as well so it's like dylan uh, francis good dude one of my one of my favorite experiences ever was that um was that dylan francis and uh it was it was it was day two of hard summer and i actually was about to leave like i think um because day one of hard summer was the first time i ever tried anything tried rolling and all that and mm -hmm. um that like you have like a calm down so like the second day i was like depressed ish and like i didn't know why and like i had also drank that day and i never drink by the way so like when i i had drank that day um and i was like i hung over the next day and i just felt like shit so i almost left at like nine o'clock or eight o'clock it was still it was still light outside so like seven or eight o'clock i was like I'm, I'm gonna go home like i don't want to do this i'm just gonna go home i was walking out and i was at the exit and i was like 
dude, am I really about to just leave? Because I lost my friend. <laughs> I lost my friend and everything and my phone wasn't working. So I was like, am I really about to leave? So then I was like, nah. And I walked back in. But the night ended pretty much with Dylan Francis because he was the second to last, I believe. And I had one of my most fun experiences like ever at that Dylan Francis set. Uh, I love Dylan Francis. So like out of the three that I named, I've met Sudden Death. I've met Subtronics, both super fucking sweethearts, bro. I would love to like, like one day just hang out with him, just like more than like, you know, the 10 minutes that we've hung out. And like, and Dylan Francis, I've never met, bro. And I think, I feel like if I met Dylan Francis, I would fanboy so fucking hard. And it's hard for people to believe like, what? You'd fanboy? Yes, bitch. I too fanboy over other people, you know? And it's like, I don't know, man. Dylan's a go, bro. Dylan is a go both on TikTok, Instagram, like all of it, bro. He does it all. And then the fact that he, hang out, he hangs out with like YouTubers and shit. I'm just like, dude, like I'm a YouTuber. Like, let's, let's hang out. <laughs> I, I didn't like Sudden Death. Nothing against his music or anything. It just was not my style of music. I couldn't get into like a little vibe with him just because I don't, I think it was too rough for me. It was a little too hard. Yeah. But that's just that's just preference at that point. I think he's he's doing great on TikTok with all the the things that go viral for him, and he's like doing his his branding right. So I think he's awesome as a human being. I just don't like the music. Yeah, the the music is very uh, it's 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 very it's very hard. So <laughs> for sure. What about you? What about Subtronics? Subtronics is great. I listen to him in the gym a lot. I don't think I've seen him live, but. I've heard of a lot of his songs live. Like um, people will play Gristronics a lot, and like um, I do like I do like a lot of his songs. Someone who like caught me off guard though at EDC um, is Ganja White Knight. I never had oh seen him. my god, and Ganja White Knight is so good and <laughs> so good. I had I had been watching the Excision De- Excision Detox set, which by the way I think was better than the regular Excision set. I really like. Okay, we 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 gonna fight, bro. Let's go outside right now because I have the opposite opinion right now. Dude, I like the, the detox set so much more. I don't know why, but I liked it more. Um, my I girlfriend. Good, good. So my girlfriend dislikes that kind of music a lot. Like she, she like she'll be there for me to listen to, but that's not what she listens to. And so I remember, um, I had the whole like excision set, like. After like I was vibing and stuff, and then I'd ask her like, "Hey, like, look at the little map because we had a map now because we didn't have my phone." So I was like, "Look at the little map. Is there anybody you want to see after this? Uh, we'll go to whoever." Because I had nobody I wanted to see. Then that set ended, and this nice guy who was talking to us the whole time was like, "We're about to leave," and he's like, "Dude, you're about to leave," and I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Dude, have you ever um, listened to Ganja White Knight?" And I was like, "No, like never. And I've never even heard of them." And, and he's like, "Um, he's like, dude, trust me." listen to two to one or two songs if you don't like it leave but if you like i guarantee you're gonna like it bro and i was like okay like i'll trust you and she had nowhere she wanted to go so i was like all right we're staying and the first song went on and i was like dude this is so good and i just stayed for the whole set i was like what the hell is this yeah they they probably paid up i think that's like probably the first song they played um they are so good man like um i so back in 2019 i was obsessed i mean i'm kind of like i still love them but 2019 i was like obsessed like if anybody's playing uh like or same time as gancha white knight i don't care i'm gonna watch gancha white knight and like sometimes it was like black tiger sex machine versus gancha white knight I'm like no gotcha white knight right now like i'm in a i'm in this like what do you call it? like i'm not in that gancha white knight train so like i was pretty obsessed with them 2019 um 
But now I think I'm more into like the back-to-backs. Shit that you're just never going to see again, right? Yeah. That, that's what you're going to talk to people about. It's like, oh, did you see that slander back-to-back Subtronic set? Oh, you didn't? Well, you fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I loved that set a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. yeah I want to in life. All right, Jay. Well, it's been great, man, just having you in the podcast. I mean, you're a champ for dealing with my shit because, like, between the technical difficulties of rescheduling, man, I was like, dude, like, like at this point, dude, I was testing out if I was going to do my laptop camera. I'm like, let's just fucking do it. Laptop cameras. I tested it out. I was like, we are not doing this low-budget piece of shit camera, bro. I even tried my cell phone. I'm like, can I podcast on my cell phone? Is, is this what it's going to come down to? Um, like, they'll have to fix it. So just thanks for, like, you know, <laughs> being the um so where can people find you man well i'm just kind of jot down everywhere dude okay so my my tiktok is rave j uh just spelled how it sounds uh and uh my instagram and everything else is jayabundes so at j-a-y-a-b-u-n-d-e-z that's on that that's it on everything that's my name um i you can just find me on tiktok and instagram and like dude i am also on OnlyFans. so if you want to find me on there bro you can find me on there and that's about it, dude. I have nothing else to say. It was a great time talking to you. This is my first podcast in my life. I've been wanting to have you on the podcast. Um, I know there's a couple of people that are like, oh my God, like, because I've actually talked to you about, about you a, a couple of times on the podcast just because like I bring up the whole like like content creators being like, you know, hated on and stuff like that. And it was come back to you. And I was like, like, there's like this guy I know on TikTok, like nonstop getting beat. And I was like, God damn, like these people just don't lay off. Like, get off his nuts like goddamn bro <laughs> like uh, you know i mean i i also hope when I mean, people listen to this podcast they'll be like okay like you know frisky hug like is, is you know they're friends like maybe like i don't know i want to say what the beef is i like i honestly and i think it's really cool because not only you have like me but like other content creators i honestly have your fucking back and it's like fuck what these people have to say if they're like they're not supporting if they're not supporting you they're not gonna help you grow i mean actually they will help you grow in this in this aspect i guess yeah. <laughs> but like uh you know just fuck them i guess they're like a lot of um unless you're following me then they really fuck off um <laughs> I know. at some point you just start giving a fuck and it's like oh one thing i did say on one of the other podcasts before before this uh, i think it was like two podcasts ago and i said even if they stop following you man they're always going to know who Ray Bay J is. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they're never going to forget that. Like, they're going to see you at a festival, even though they don't follow you, even if they hate you, even though they blocked you, bro. They're going to know who that fucking name is, you know what I mean? And that's what, it's, that's what it takes to name, make a name for yourself, bro. Like, you can go out in public, and they're going to know who you are. Yeah, man. It happens, bro. All right, but to all the listeners out there, man, I'm really happy you guys stayed for our, what, like, one hour, 20, 30-minute rant and just... You know, we got to know Rave Bay J a little bit. We got to talk about some cool stories. Got to talk about some music. Got to talk about fucking dealing with hate and shit like that. Um, this podcast is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, yeah, SoundCloud, all sorts of shit. Just fucking look it up. Link in the bio. Um, but like I say in every single podcast episode, I will see you on the next one.